For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It's April 26th, 2023. We've got Alex Pawlowski here. You can see him on Tuesdays reviewing NXT, but you can see him on FightfulSelect.com reviewing Raw and SmackDown, among other things, monthly pay-per-views as well. Best $5 in the business is FightfulSelect.com. We'll tell you more about that later. It's AEW Dynamite time. Alex, how you feeling? Uh, good, good. Yes, good, good. Yes, I mean, uh, overall, okay. I mean, the the Bucks are gonna lose in five in the first round, but at least that means they'll fire their coach. So that's good because he's the worst coach to ever win an NBA Finals, and I can't wait to get rid of him. So all in all, big picture, it's actually a pretty good day. Boy, there's a lot to get into today. Yeah, there is just a ton. There's AEW stuff to get into that just wasn't even wasn't even today. Well, let's go ahead and start with last week in something that we had reported yeah. today. Uh, Wade Keller spilled the beans, but we were going to report it on FightfulSelect.com and did. CM Punk and Chris Jericho did meet. I'm told it went well. And one talent said, well, they didn't fight each other. Then they sent me a message that said, well, yet. And people often forget, Chris Jericho is all too excited to fight when he needs yep. to fight. The yep. man got into fistfights with Brock Lesnar and Bill Goldberg at points of his career. Mm -hmm. uh, did this surprise you that they, they actually met and that things went well? Well, no, they, gotta, they have to plan out the next nine months of AEW Collision. You know, because that's 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 going to be the 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 uh, you know the flagship feud to start off their big Saturday program. Um, uh, I think it's a good sign uh, that that they're willing to, to like you know to bury some of that stuff because there was a lot of stuff publicly. Um, so that's good. Um, and uh, when you asked me, um, would you would you hypothetically? Would you rather review AEW on Wednesdays or Saturdays? And I said Wednesdays because I know the first nine months is going to be Jericho versus Punk. And I'm like, Fair. I have no yet. Fair. Uh, we will be putting together a team for Collision. I will likely be on that first show, but uh, we'll likely have a, a team of some fresh faces for uh, AEW Collision when that does occur. But this week, I will also be on Day After Dynamite with Will Washington. That is an episode you are going to want to watch. And I'll be joining the post-SmackDown show for the first time in a long time as uh, the WWE draft kicks off on SmackDown. So I'll be joining Kate for that as well. We had a super chat from Destiny FOMO, our good friend. Uh, says, since Sean's making all the bank, can I get a Sean Ross that trading card? 
Uh, hit up GCW about that. I had to hit them up to even get a free one after they, they produced one without me having any idea about it. But <laughs> if you want your question or statement read on the air, donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash fightful or donate it at humperchats.com. That allows you to leave your question or statement before we go on the air. Uh, obviously, maybe some of you want want to leave those for tomorrow's day after Dynamite. You can do that mm-hmm. as well. And every single week on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, I do a Q&A over there as well so you can get more questions in. And one of the big questions nonstop for months has been, what's up with Roderick Strong? What's up with Rod- Roderick Strong? There hasn't been a single week that I haven't asked people in WWE what's up with Roderick Strong. And uh, I had put on FightfulSelect.com tonight uh, in our in our little wrap-up report of him signing with AEW. There was a pitch made for him to become a coach for the duration of his deal. I don't know if that pitch ever made it to him, but uh, there, there's going to be a lot that we get into there. That's going to be the most talked about subject mm. by far. Here I was thinking that Jeff Jarrett was about to be the most talked about subject. Maybe CM Punk. No, not the case. And we haven't even talked about the big CM Punk news, Alex. Yeah. The man strolled in to WWE Raw, dapped up the Miz, mm-hmm. hung out with Baron Corbin and Bobby Lashley and Tamina. Yep. Boy, mm-hmm. that's a stable. That is. <laughs> that's a stable for you. Shook Triple H's hand. Said, mm-hmm. is it cool if I'm here? Triple H says, let me check. And then security kicked him out. I just love the idea of Triple H being like, hey, uh, let's get him the fuck out of here. Uh, all right, cool. But from what I hear, Vince probably uh, wasn't too keen on that. CM Punk showing up at WWE Raw is shocking. And there are people that are like, what's the big deal? Oh, gee, I don't know. Maybe the fact that one of the most interesting mm-hmm. stars in wrestling history showed mm-hmm. up at the WWE event for the first time in nine plus years. Yep. That was noteworthy, Alex. What did you think when you heard that? Uh, well, you know, it was in Chicago. It was practically his back door. Um, if you know anything about Chicago, it's hard to get to Rosemont. You have to try. Um, so, uh, like, that's not like it, that. Nobody lives there. So you have to like get a. Uh, but this, um, yeah, this kind of shocked me, and I, it was interesting because it was like, ah, um, he's he's here to prove he's a big boy. Who's he's got? I'm. You know what? I made some mistakes in my past. I'm going to seek out the people who everyone knows I had a problem with in WWE, and I'm going to try and bury the hatchet. Uh, I'm going to prove that I'm that I'm a, I'm a good boy, and I'm willing to play ball. And that way, if anything goes wrong when I get back to AEW, it won't be my fault. It'll be the elite's fault because I've proven that I can apologize when I know when I've made some mistakes. Um, uh, we'll see where this goes, but it, it certainly did was a was a shocking moment. Like it, just the idea of, hey Hunter, how's it going? Like I I I wish I could have been a fly on the wall when Triple H saw CM Punk walking around backstage. I was told I he wish- was shocked. I was told that he. I was mean, shocked. of course. Yeah. Of course. Adrian Wells, thank you for gifting ten YouTube memberships. We're starting to make some unlisted videos. Uh, listed on there because we we don't have a lot of content on the youtube memberships but uh we're going to start to put some behind the scenes stuff out for those memberships cody bondra asks if uh joel michael sing i I don't know who that is will be a double or nothing i don't get the joke uh but we got and then 
Wells also donated a $10 super chat. Big thank you to him. Thank you. We kicked off the show with Orange Cassidy defeating Bandito. The international championship at this point is the number two title in AEW from a singles yeah. perspective. Like, listen, all due respect to the Hobbs, Wardlow, your situation that, that has unfolded, but they put Orange Cassidy in a position to where he could show out and be a workhorse in the ring. Contrary to what some people uh, faux outrage about mm-hmm. him. And he's done it 20 title defenses. They had leveled up the all Atlantic championship to the international championship. And he has a killer match with Bandito who continues to show out. I'll tell you my favorite thing about Bandito. Since I started to watch him in Mexico and then through ring of honor, the in ring psychology that he has adopted is mm-hmm. significantly better. I remember once upon a time, I saw a guy laying on the second rope, holding the top rope while Bandito ran from one side of the ring to the other, back, stepped outside, climbed to the top rope, and did a 450. I don't necessarily see that anymore, and I'm very, very glad. But what we do see are these very impressive feats of strength, and Orange Cassidy is able to, like, nobody thinks that he's big, but he plays that role so well. And I didn't imagine Bandito was going to do a one armed gorilla press slam. No, but he did it. There was just, there were these great reversals throughout this match to where I was, I knew Bandito wasn't going to win it. I knew he wasn't going to win it, but they got this very quiet crowd to get hooked on this match by the end of it. And that's for a Bandito that has barely won on AEW TV. I thought this was a fantastic opener. I would like to see some credible threats to Cassidy, though. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I would, too. Um, it, it does feel like uh, they've decided the international championship is the workman's championship. Like, it's, it, it, he's, what, 20-0 and 0 in, in defenses? And he, it wasn't like he became the champion nine months ago. Like he's 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 defended the title regularly, um, and and it's always it feels like um, hey that'll be a good match, but it never feels like these two guys have got to settle things in the ring. It, that's not what what they what they're doing with this title and with Orange Cassidy. I might I I would not mind seeing that, um, and I I would like to like have a little bit more. I don't know international flavor to the champion next time um it would be nice uh because because <laughs> speaking it as an american um orange cassidy is the least international uh a guy you could possibly choose um so it'd be kind of cool to see uh, uh who they might uh, pick to be that but the, you can't say anything that bad about the match match was was excellent i loved that bandito had a counter to the mousetrap. I like, love I, that. I love that Darby, Wheeler Yuta, um, uh, Orange Cassidy, and a couple others who I'm forgetting all have a signature pinning predicament that nobody can kick out of. And if they get you in it, that's it. I and, love that. You you know how much of a dork I am for good pins, yep. mm-hmm. beat good wrestlers. Bret Hart versus Diesel, Survivor mm-hmm. Series 95, right. one of my favorite finishes of all time. I love that these wrestlers have their signature pinning predicament, though. Like it's their, it's like it's it's like a, a, a secondary or third tertiary finisher. Um, if I can't get my finisher on you, then I can somehow finagle you into this pinning predicament you can't kick out of. 
I think that's great. And I love that Bandito didn't kick out of it per se, but he had a perfect reversal for it that then Orange Cassidy was able to uh, at 2.99 kick out of. I thought that was great. Uh, I love this. I like the post-match stuff uh, with, with, with him, you know, basically bestowing. They tried. They tried. (laughs) Trying to, trying to bestow the greatest honor that Orange Cassidy can bestow on a man, which is a, a pair of aviator shades. I thought that was great. Yeah, they did their best there, and I thought that was cool. I mean, I, I I just love the idea of, like, that's Orange Cassidy's endorsement of mm-hmm. you did good, which, I mean, yeah. Bandito doesn't need anybody to uh, no. endorse him, so to speak. Certainly but not. it ended up working out very, very well, all things considered. And then mm-hmm. backstage, you see the same thing. You see, <laughs> you see Orange Cassidy with bandito as there as renee's talking to adam cole and adam cole is just saying jericho get the hell out here or i'll find you and renee for some reason is like yeah i know you weren't here last week but there was some wild stuff that went on and both orange cassidy and bandito were like oh okay i Uh, think that uh, i thought i loved how that went that was great i loved i loved orange cassidy saying hey renee you're probably here wanted to ask me about that match huh Jack, no, actually, I was talking to Adam Cole. Oh, <laughs> that was just great. It was so it was so perfect. Um, and I love that we might now be. I don't know if like I mean like oh they're gonna break up the best friends, but there's nothing wrong with doing a little extra little story that um, through a fantastic match they had against each other. Now we're gonna get best friends, Orange Cassidy and Bandito. Like yeah. a- actual buddies who could go everywhere together. I don't. I mean, we saw later. We don't want to. We, we won't talk about it now. But uh, we saw later. They they came out and and uh, and did stuff together later. So I I kind of like that pairing. It's a, it can be a lot of fun. We have shot kids saying since I first saw Bandito, thought he was a future star. His face is covered yet. I feel everything he is through his body language, natural baby face. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is able to transcend that mask very well. And like when when I think of another masked performer, I think of Juventud Guerrero before he lost his mask. And Juventud, even at an early age, was very good at conveying emotion with a mask on. Yep. Sam says that OC's Ray-Bans are made in Italy. I'm sure his jacket is made not in the U.S. He is super international. That is true. That is true. Oh, my gosh. Well, I can't wait. To hear what Alex thinks of this. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett defeated Dax Harwood. There were a couple of hiccups in the match that otherwise I really enjoyed. One of the things I enjoyed about it was the fact that they went 100 miles an hour and people thought they were probably just going to grab a hold. That wasn't necessarily what happened here. Now, there were a couple of times when, you know, I have often mentioned Jeff Jarrett. There's nothing he can't do now that he couldn't do back then. But he's just a little bit slower. That being said, still completely passable in the ring, but there are a couple times, like on a shoulder block, where there was a little bit of a miscommunication and where I thought that his shoulders were down for a three, even. Uh, Other than that, I I really enjoyed the match, except for the finish. Mm. I bet Dax was over the moon about the finish. This seems like the kind of thing that he'd be like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. Alex, what did you think about the finish? Um, well, first of all, um, 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just tired of ever seeing Jeff Jarrett. Jeff, the people are like, oh, Jeff Jarrett's old school. That dude is elderly school. That dude is I'm, – I'm done with Jeff Jarrett. Um, but I'm super done with anything like the finish, especially when it's Dax. This is the kind of great um, old school, like mid-south heel shit that the revival would do in their heyday where they would just piss off the dumb baby faces to get them out of position to lose a match when the ref is distracted. And it worked because they were smarter than all the dumb baby faces they faced. But if this was your rep, if this was your repertoire, when you were a heel, it shouldn't work on you when you're the baby face. I believe Dax Harwood should be one of the in-ring smartest wrestlers in the business. That's the kind of thing he gives off. Like, you're not going to try that one on me. You know why? Because I've watched enough matches from 1978 to know how that trick works. He shouldn't be a guy who lets um, Sanjay Dutt trip him up and then get so angry at Sanjay Dutt that he loses his mind and runs around the ring gets in and walks right into a stroke that that shouldn't be the guy that 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 Dax Harwood is I, I it just belies everything that I love about Dax Harwood as a babyface and that I, I I hate the finish I hate that we find we we get the the FTR back they're the champs and it looks like we're they're walking into a feud with Jarrett and lethal when there are so many great tag teams out there. And and I'm sorry to me, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal do not qualify as a great tag team to watch. And so I'm upset about that. But to each their own, there's no accounting for taste. Whatever. Wasn't my bag. I still don't understand the insistence on having so much Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal on the show all the time. All the time. And we've talked about it ad nauseum. I do not think that there is a really good reason for Dax to lose a match to Jeff Jarrett. I don't. That's just how I feel at this point. There isn't much of a creative situation that I will probably look at down the line and say, yeah, Jeff Jarrett need to beat Dax. Now, that being said, like, I don't think that Dax particularly needs to be super protected as a singles wrestler, but he needs to be protected from a psychological standpoint because I, I have often brought this up. One of my favorite things that, that I learned on like a wrestling documentary was on the the WWE Legion of Doom documentary. And Animal said, well, yeah, we're big meatheads, but we always made sure that we were booked yes. as being street smart. Exactly. As like, we're from the street. You're not going to outsmart us in this particular combat situation because we've seen it all. If you're giving us a math quiz. You might win. But if you're trying to get one over on us like that, well, we've got our eyes on the prize. And uh, I, I feel like that wasn't necessarily the way that things went here. And I thought that was unfortunate. Shot Kid says, wouldn't be shocked if FTR worked to ask, asked to work J&J. I wouldn't be surprised about that either. I mean, I would imagine that the Dax probably gets likes and, and respects. Absolutely. This is not, this is not a, how dare they do this to FTR? Yeah. No, this is how dare they do this to me and make me watch this. That is what this is all about me. You know, I get it. I get it. 
Oh, man. Get your super chats. Get your humper chats in, guys. Uh, Bill says Bandito is the axiom that I can hear. And Jambeard says Canada makes OC's jacket. Jake Salazar says, put the tag titles on Jeff Jarrett. Jake Salazar says Jeff Jarrett to the moon. <laughs> Shot kid. Alex is sour, but Dax probably had the biggest smile. That's oh, how cool. I feel too. I think Dax probably thinks this is very funny. Mm-hmm. Even cut your hair says Dax lost his punishment for having that podcast. I see that as also a possibility. <laughs> I see that is, as a thing. It's definitely a, a non-zero percent chance of that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Darren Walker says JJ and Jay Lethal had the best matches with the acclaimed when they were champions. Well, that's and not Jay- true. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I disagree with that as well. Like I, I know Darren was very excited for this match. I did enjoy the body of the match. How did you feel about that? About what we saw with, I mean, the it, ring? it is, it's a certain style and that's the thing about AEW, which I do love. AEW is a wide ranging buffet. And you can go over to, to, to hey, I'm going to go over there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill up my plate with Lucha Libre, if that's your style. Yeah. Or I'm going to go to the other station, and I'm gonna, I, all I want tonight is just a big heaping plate of Mid-South shenanigans wrestling. And the thing of it is, <laughs> is that if that's what you want, it's there for you. But, if, but, but be, it's one of those things of, um, if, I, uh, if I was just watching it as a fan, um, and I heard that Jeff Jarrett um, uh, had beat Dax, uh, and I was watching this on DVR. I would skip the match because it's not for me. Like I, I know who won. Whatever I get the program they're doing. So, but but as a person who watches every single minute of every single match, I don't get a chance to like turn down the plate of the heaping plate of mid south shenanigans. I have to choke that down every week. And Simmons says, did they turn the crowd down or am I tripping loud crowd noise or low crowd noise really took me out of the show. It was very low early on. They have had some sound issues and some sound Mm -hmm. mixing issues for Mm -hmm. several weeks now that I know that they are aware of. But Mm -hmm. also, I know people in Gorilla can't hear that. Jake Salazar says, Jeff Jarrett cooking it in AEW. He's doing much better than I had anticipated. I'll, I'll say that. It's just I don't need to see this much of him. Right. We hear from Tony Khan, and I still saw people complain about this, Alex. Now, listen, you can complain about whatever you want, but I saw these weenies on the World Wide Web going, this is the big announcement? Some huge announcement? No, 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 homeboy. Guess what? This was we hear from Tony Khan, and what we heard from Tony Khan Mm -hmm. was uh, something that Fightful Selected reported on the Q&A podcast a few times. Mm Yeah. The Owen Hart Cup is returning. Uh, we had reported that, that talent were under the impression it would uh, take place largely through Canada. That is the case. It will culminate on a Saturday in July in Calgary during the Calgary Stampede, which one person just referred to as <laughs> Calgary Coachella. <laughs> and I loved it. Good stuff. I loved it. It's like Cowboy Coachella. Uh, it starts... At uh, at double or nothing, goes through Forbidden Door. I thought this was a wonderful announcement. I thought this made an awful lot of sense, Alex. Well, yeah, it's. I think that everybody is. They were very specific. They did not say 
an announcement that will shake AEW to its very core. They did not yeah. say that. They they said, we're going to hear from Tony Khan. And we didn't even get like Tony Khan saying, hi, I'm Tony Khan. And here's Adam Cole to make the actual announcement. They didn't even do that. They actually had a, a Tony Khan make the announcement himself this time. And it's cool we get the Owen back. It's it's great that we're getting the, the, the finals of the Owen in Calgary. That's awesome. Cool. I, I I think it's a I think it's a great thing. I I hope the tournament doesn't feel as preordained this year as it did last year, with like Britt wins it, obviously for the women, and Adam Cole wins it because Britt is winning it, so they can come out with their little thing and they can kiss it. I I I would like it just to be like I, I want it to feel like an old timey king of the ring tournament where every every time you look at a guy these two guys on a on a bracket you go i honestly don't know who's winning that match that's going to be fun i want it to feel like an old school tournament jam beard says owen hart final happening in calgary on saturday during the calgary stampede is a huge win hoping jericho double j and taya are all in it oh a jericho double j finals uh, just Alex will work that Saturday. Yeah, I'll make sure of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Cody says, can you do an ad read for Forbidden Door? No, I can't. That's AEW's job. Uh-huh. Beard says, AEW Buffet, all the meat are the Hoss matches. Lucha is the spicy food. Matt Wrestling is the past. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, you get a lot there. You get an awful lot there, and yeah. you need an awful lot there. We got Wardlow absolutely obliterating a couple of jobbers or, or one jobber sorry mm-hmm. uh one of them. I, I misread <laughs> I, was, I was reading something else as that happened but he did obliterate this job he, he did how'd you feel um uh we're, we're back to to wardlow uh, he got this over is, doing it though like yeah, great this is his thing this is this is his thing i i like him paired with arn uh if it ain't broke don't fix it for now i don't want to see him do this for eight straight weeks but I, I mean, obviously, it feels like they're doing something to to bring Hobbs back into into a, into a, a program here. Like I said, um, it's it's a, a lot of it is the the extraneous stuff around this. But if you told me, we're I, I'm just I, I get to watch Wardlow versus Hobbs beat the ever loving crap out of each other for a couple of months, and they're going to trade the belt back like three or four times. I'm I'm into it. Like I I love the idea of these two dudes are so evenly matched that either guy could put the other guy down on any given night. I want them to beat on each other until one guy can't go no mo. That's what I want. And if we're gonna if we can get all of that without QT's TMZ vanity project like bringing the whole thing down for me, then great. Arn's there. This could be fun. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see where they go from here. I enjoy QTV for what it is. It's like a harmless one-minute segment that keeps those people around. But uh, Wardlow, again, had the crowd behind him for this. And it's like, oh, yeah, people just do like watching Wardlow beat the living shit out of people. They do. And that's pretty handy. Arn Anderson took the mic. <laughs> I love that he was like, the draft is tomorrow. And then even in his mind, he went, oh, shit, wrestling fans. <laughs> NFL draft is tomorrow. <laughs> like immediately was like, oh yeah, there's another draft that these people 
might be thinking of immediately yeah. instead of uh you know normal people like season ticket holder Sean Ross Sapp. <laughs> oh my god, Alex. Oh, uh, you want to do a post draft show with me? <laughs> well, like like NFL draft show? NFL draft, yeah. No, no, We're, I have not. You, I, me and me and Jeremy Lambert did a an NBA draft watch along one year mm-hmm. where Ball Ball just fell. And we committed to the bit of staying on the air until I'll, he got drafted. I'll absolutely do an NBA draft thing. I have I have I haven't cared about the NFL in a very long time, so I wouldn't How even know who, who they are. How dare you? What, it's true. Who was your team? I never really had a team. Like I'm I moved. Like I guess it was like the Seahawks when I was a kid in the Pacific Northwest. The Mil- Milwaukee's. Yeah, and then I moved to Wisconsin, and the Packers won the first year I was there. But I'm like. I never really got into the to, to the Packers, and then you know, just, I just stopped. I stopped watching football altogether yes. around the time my daughter was born. Because, hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made, and I was shocked. He is in his eighties, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids. And he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger. Her body looks leaner, has energy all day. And Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I just had my weekends free again. Like it was nice to be able to have that free time. Well, if you want to get those combine numbers up, check out FitBod. You're always looking to better yourself, but there's nothing wrong with a little help. FitBod is helping you do that. Specifically, fitbod.me slash PPV. You've heard Will Washington talk about how it's helped him, but the FitBod app is changing the game, and we're bringing you 25% off a FitBod subscription. Whether you've been missing gym time, hit a plateau, FitBod will build a workout plan individualized to you. It switches up your exercises to avoid overtraining or burnout. It keeps your workouts fresh. That way you're not doing the same things over and over again. Your program also changes based on your personal progress for maximized results. Learn new movements the right way with over 1,400 HD demonstration videos. So if you don't know, they will teach you how. A full year of FitBod is less than the cost of a single session with a personal trainer. That's fitbod.me slash ppv. F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash PPV for a great deal on the FitBod app. 
check it out fit bod uh it will washington just sings the praises of it i'm about to check it out as well uh check it out fitbod.me up next we got shazarn saying shout out to the crew crowd booing the cm punk chants yeah those <laughs> got shut down really quick Jambeard says hangman needs to have a match at the calgary stampede and bring back the horse entrance he says that horse died unfortunately the one that he mm. he rode in and he said that's it was a working horse he said it was a showbiz horse too that's sad that's very sad <laughs> well okay i never know if he's telling the truth that's true in interviews if you ever watch an interview you have no idea which hangman you're getting you right. might get a very candid hangman, or you might get a hangman that is just like, all right, he is going to say that he wrote his theme song in the seventh grade and that he wants full gear to have a stage where it's his ass with assless chaps and people just come out from between his ass cheeks. Those interviews have happened on Fightful with Hangman Page. And uh, you know, he, he said that it was a working horse. Pavement wow. Cut Your Hair says Daddy Magic wins the Owen and does the two slammies gimmick. I would like to see some homages like that paid to uh, paid to him. Jim Beard says, no, no, not a Jericho Double J finals in the tournament. Yes, but not the finals. Don't you put that on me, Sean. I mean, yeah, I would love to see Jeff Jarrett in that tournament. I, I think that that tournament would make sense for him to have a deep run in. And uh, I mean, I think that would that would make I a lot of sense. Cannot disagree with you more. What a waste of, of rounds in the tournament to just see Jeff Jarrett more than once. God, with all this amazing... tag team partner when he died, Alex. I I understand that is true as as that, but I want to see great wrestling and and yes, yes. When you're putting it that way, then I'm the a hole. Yes, yes. It's very true. It's very true. I am. I, I, had, I had forgotten about that very crucial detail. That is my fault. Here is a uh, video that I found of Alex watching the finish of Dax versus Jeff Jarrett. Dog, what the fuck is this shit? You're not lying. That's very accurate. Jake Salazar says Jeff Jarrett versus Dom versus Jericho versus Austin Theory for the world championship. The heavily disputed world championship, as yes. they now call it. Yes. Darren Walker says Jarrett wins the men's Owen trophy. If Statlander's back, she wins the women's beats Jade at Arthur Ashe. Mm. Your thoughts, mm. Alex? I like I love Statlander winning it. That'd be great. Yeah, good for good for Stat. RJ City keeps getting more jobs. I don't know how. <laughs> But he takes his first bump in years. Uh, <laughs> this was great. They just beat his ass backstage. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, I, I um, Somebody was saying that uh, it was actually Renee who put out the hit on RJ City. And I thought that was... I want, I want, I, I want that level of, of, of floor. Koi Salling says Renee turned heel on Twitter. I'm going to I'm going to look and see if she had tweeted anything. But we also have uh, Brent Lockman saying Mox Renee says hello. <laughs> That's right. Did she say anything about this? I just got to I got I, I don't I don't know if she did or not. It'd be funny if she did, but I don't know if she said it or not. But RJ City is a national treasure. Now you've gone too far, John Moxley. Uh, she said, "Oop, RJ City." <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, also, after the Wardlow match, we had uh, Luchasaurus confronting yes. Wardlow, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is the Sirloin Beef Sons of Bitches championship at this yes, point. That, and I'm honestly, cool with that. Yeah, that's a cool thing for me, too. Because it looks like looks like we've got, with, with OC involved on the international title, that's the work rate. That's the, that's the guys who are going 100 miles an hour. Sure, let's have TNT be the other side of it. We're just big Haas dudes beating on each other. Yeah, why not? Jambeard says that Alex is about to do one of those Reddit posts of "Am I the asshole?" about the Double J situation. No, no, I, I, I've already, I've already cleared it. I am the asshole. <laughs> international title. Shot Kid says if the international title is the workhorse belt, make TNT the Haas belt. Wardlow, Luchasaurus, go. Hobbs, Archer, and Butcher, and for good measure, Hager sure. could do some stuff there. They've got yeah. some sirloin beef sons of Let's bitches in there. Let's do uh, it. We got. Sammy Guevara backstage with MJF, but we also have Darby and Jack Perry. And I thought this was the best promo that Darby and Jack Perry have had in this Mm -hmm. program where Darby is like, had I had any idea that MJF was going to pull that, Mm -hmm. I would have been there for you. Mm -hmm. And he was like, if you care about any of this pillar stuff, you'll be there for me. Jack Perry is like, yeah, I mean, we also know I would have beaten you anyway. And I, I just like how that unfolded a little bit. It, mm. it was it was a little bit of, yeah, we recognize each other. This sucks that this is happening, but I am better than you. Um, yeah, there's 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 a little a little of that, the, the one upsmanship, which is which is expected. Um it, it it yeah, we'll 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 talk more about this. It does feel like there is a um you ever go you ever do the thing of um uh you're planning a trip and you the Google Maps or the Apple Maps and it shows, okay, there's a straight line from here to here. And we'll just, you could take that, but you'd have to pay $3 in tolls or you can do this thing and all back roads and it'll get you there. It'll take you two more hours, but you won't pay anything in tolls. And it does feel like Tony Khan likes to book the second way. And that's that's fine. Yeah, uh, it's a, it a very it is a convoluted path to get to a place we know we're going, uh, um, and and we'll we'll see where we go over the next you know four dynamites. The MJF Sammy before was like remarkably really cheesy as designed, yep. Yep. like it was supposed to be. It's these two absolute assholes that are pretending that they give a damn about each other for each other's gain. And then Sammy and Darby had a kick-ass match. Sammy was going absolutely bananas. That 630 outside the ring through the table was clean. That uh, flip to the outside where he landed in the pose, he yeah. is feeling himself right now. He really is. He is feeling great. He's he's about to main event a pay-per-view. Yeah. And he, he is reminding people... <coughs> why he was in that position alex uh i thought that he had a a fantastic performance this was more of a showcase in the ring for sammy guevara than it was for darby allen the end of the match sees uh sort of an eddie guerrero trick with mjf tossing darby the skateboard and darby getting dq'd but i thought that sammy had an incredible in-ring performance uh you know sammy is um he's he's on an, on another level right now on on, on his uh, what he's doing in ring and that's and that's great good for him uh, he's he's still young he's gonna get better um, you you do worry about like him like oh 
let's see what the next crazy thing I'm going to do is. And just being, you know, accidentally caught in like a Dante Martin situation, like where he's going to do the craziest thing he possibly can some stunt and, and end up really hurt. I don't want that for anybody. Um, But this, this was a, a great match up until the shenanigans ending. That's the, the Jeff Jarrett and Dax match shenanigans ending. This has shenanigans ending. The Taya and uh, Jade had a shenanigans ending. It's just a kind of a thing of uh, uh, there were a lot of that tonight. Um, I'm cool with one, maybe two of those a night, but it feels like there there was a lot. I I I, I get the story they're going here with with MJF giving Darby the the, the skateboard, the Sammy doing the, the Eddie falling down, and the ref being an idiot. Is always like it always makes me feel like. Okay, ref, think about it for a second. Do you believe this is what Darby Allen did? Look, MJF is standing right outside the ring. What, yes, it, it makes like, the ref look remarkably dumb. And I don't I don't love burying the refs. I never love burying the refs. So I, I get where you're going. You're going to, to eventually get to that fatal four-way in the most convoluted path possible. And this is part of that, is doing this. So this is something that I've grown to like less and less as I watch more and more wrestling over more and more years. Jake Salazar said they only did the Eddie spot to piss off Chavo. <laughs> that is possible. Now, throughout commentary, MJF is eating pickles. And Taz says, I think I touched every pickle as he was fishing them out. Uh, MJF loves his pickles. In the post-match, MJF is joined by Sammy as they leave. Now, they are leaving in a hurry because Tony Schiavone came out and is like, not so fast, asshole. Mm-hmm. Next week, there's a tag match. Jack Perry and Darby Allen against Sammy and MJF. And if you guys win, MJF and Sammy, well, guess what? You get to have your singles match. Otherwise, it's going to be a four pillars match at double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Seems that's, I mean, seems pretty evident that's the direction they're going. I can't right. wait for it. I think... I think this has the possibility of being one of the best matches in AEW history. I'm, I'm very, very, very excited for that eventual match. Yeah, it does feel like we're hitting this part of the build to it, maybe three weeks early, because if if we have, as we assume, um, Darby and and uh, Jack Perry win the the tag match next week, which then secures the fatal four way. Then there are, is there are there three or four more dynamites left between then and it feels there's like there's a lot. There's uh, just there's three. three. There's just three. Um, uh, so I guess I'm 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 quibbling unnecessarily, which is basically my hobby. Um, <laughs> but it but it uh, I'm I'm I think the match next week will be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, and you're right. The 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 most intriguing angle of all of this happened at the very end when they're about to leave. And MJF won't let Sammy get in the car with him. And Sammy's got the look of, okay, I see how it is. We're not actually friends or anything like that. Oh, that was that was good. Yes. Uh, MJF goes, there's no room. And then the camera pans in. And it's an empty vehicle. And mm-hmm. that vehicle, it got. Like, mm-hmm. that is the 10-second car that Paul Walker owed Vin Diesel yes. in the first Fast and the Furious. It was getting yes. it. Yes. Jake Salazar says Bobby Portis was ready to fight Udonis Haslam. Man, I I would like to see that. I mean, Bobby Portis that, that, knocked Nikola Miritic all the way back to Europe. 
for the love of God. <laughs> that would be a really that would be a fair fight. If you were gonna say, I, okay, two two NBA dudes thrown down inside an MMA cage, that would be one I'd like to watch. I would love to watch that fight. I would love it. Uh, we've got Aussie or Augie Doggy saying, as a Kansas City, and I'm excited for the NFL draft. How about those Chiefs? They suck. They're no good. They'll never win again. KJ says, maybe my bigger, one of my bigger AW frustrations is how certain talent disappear for a few weeks after getting some momentum. House of Black, Swerve, Stew, after just coming back. Is this something Tony can is working to address? I can tell you guys definitively and absolutely the answer to that is yes. Yep. And that will become clear very, very soon. Yes. I promise you. I don't know if it'll be rectified, but I know it's something that is being addressed actively as we speak mm-hmm. and uh, perhaps imminently even. Adam Cole called out Chris Jericho gets attacked by Yas. Can uh, Cassidy and Bandito make the save? That makes sense. I mean, Cassidy's just showing up. He's like, yeah, okay. I still don't know where the hell they claimed are throughout all this. Are they there? What's going on here? I, don't I would like we... to see Marina Shafir maybe get involved on the women's end of things to mm-hmm. help out Brit. If if Jamie Hader is injured, I love that before mm-hmm. Cole came out, they showed why Jamie Hader did not help Britt Baker. Right. They said, reminder, Jamie Hader was carried away. She got medical attention. I thought that was very important. What we got was a big surprise. And uh, it was a big surprise for me, Alex. I got about 100 tweets mm-hmm. about this graphic. Yep. SRS, Will Rivera yep. says, what's Paywall Jesus doing in the dynamite zone? <coughs> Jambeard says, when Roddy's Tron said SRS, not going to lie, a piece of me was hoping it was Sean coming out for the safe. They saw that in Paler DDT, right? Orion Ben says, Roddy saw SRS's DDT and said, Marina, hold my beer. Uh-huh. And Will Rivera says, this is for the Dynamite review with SRS. Man, I thought Sean was debuting tonight. Yep. When Roderick Strong came out. Having the R split looked like SRS. Um it didn't. As egotistical as it sound, I, I said, "Is that say SRS? Is this no, a rib? Is they, this a rib? They, Are they about to turn the crowd noise completely off? And replay my Black Label Pro thing. Now I'm sitting here saying all Black Label Pro needed to do was put up a, an SRS graphic and they would have right. popped like that, Alex. That's true. Yeah, screwed. Um, I immediately thought it, it was like, there's no way that's him. But I, <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. It's like, well, there's no way that's Sean. Who, who else could it be? And then it was Roderick Strong. And I was like, I said, oh. is it me? As I was sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Did I miss a call? Was I supposed to be somewhere and I forgot about it? Because there, there's, uh, there is absolutely, there is absolutely a recurring nightmare you have if you were a stage actor that you are missing your cue, that you oh, are yeah. supposed to be on stage right now and you're not. That is a recurring nightmare I had for years when I was a, a, a stage actor. So there's absolutely is like, like, oh no, SRS. I hope he made his flight in time. Um, no, that, that that was great. And listen, Roderick Strong running out to save Adam Cole, like literally made me my it made my heart happy. And and people people I saw like, some people saying, "Thank you to the dirt sheets for not reporting it." Playboy, if I would have known, I would have reported it. This was one of the best kept secrets in wrestling in a long, yeah. long time. I asked Marina. 
I asked WWE. I've asked AEW. I've asked mm-hmm. every. I've I've asked everybody. I think I saw uh, people uh, from Diamond Mine Royal Rumble weekend or something, mm-hmm. and we did media, and I was like, Roderick Strong. They hadn't heard anything. He hadn't been at the PC. WWE had not updated his status. Uh, FightfulSelect.com does have a big report on how all this went. Uh, and somebody says, felt like Malachi's debut. No, it didn't, because I reported Malachi's debut before mm. it happened. This one was so quiet, and kudos to them. Uh, it's it's their job to keep this stuff from us, and it's our job to try to get this stuff uh, from them. And somebody said, best kept secret since Buddy Murphy. No, we reported no. that one too. I know, but he was saying... That was his that was his self-given nickname. Sure. Coming sure. out of NXT Whatever. to 205 Live that he was the best kept secret. That was that was his joke. But I mean, like, uh, even for example, we'd reported that one three months before it happened. This one yeah. was such a well-kept secret, a great surprise. Great surprise. And we're gonna get the elite versus undisputed era. What and is it's the gonna be the good undisputed era? Yeah. What is the prognosis for Kyle O'Reilly? He had uh, fusion surgery, so probably a while. But, you know, there is a third Undisputed Era member out there, Alex. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Listen, listen, that one gets less of a crowd reaction than I do. That is is true. That is true. The thing that that I was so happy for Roderick Strong uh, to be able to, to reunite with Adam Cole, so happy for Adam Cole to have his guy back. And then I immediately went to, oh, Kyle, are you? I, I hope Kyle's okay. That he's progressing. That 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 he can come back, if not soon, ever. Like like Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Adam Cole back together in AEW versus the Elite versus House of Black versus any any trio you can put together would be just like it would be something I, I would be so excited to see. And um, I just I I I. Ever, Ever since I heard what like what Kyle was going through, like he's he's the guy that I feel for the most and, and hope that he's coming back whenever he can. BW Rosa says, Sean, how did you miss Strong leaving WWE for AEW? But his portfolio is listed as still active current on the roster page. Wonder how Triple H feels. Well, BW Rosas, I'm a reporter. I'm not Miss Cleo. I don't know everything. We're not right. expected to know everything, yep. but I've asked WWE. Every week for over six months, what's up? What's up? What's up? I was told mm-hmm. at one point there was a pitch for him to be a coach for the remainder of his time. He had asked uh, for a release last year. He yep. still had years left on his deal. They they wanted to keep him, but I, I liked Diamond Mine as it became constructed, but it's mm-hmm. very, very easy to look at what they promised him. And again, there's a lot more on FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. Mm-hmm. They had Diamond Mine, and it was going to be Hideki Suzuki and Stokely Hathaway and his wife and Arturo Huas. The Creed brothers are better than Arturo Huas and Tyler Rust, objectively. Mm -hmm. I think Ivy Nile was a good fit if Marina Shafir wasn't there. But guess what? They Mm -hmm. fired his wife before doing this. They fired Arturo before they got there. Then they fired Stokely midway through it. They added Tyler Rust. Guess what happened? They fired him too. Then they had these big plans for the cruiserweight title. They were going to make that like legitimately a world championship 
but for lighter wrestlers, they were going to lean into people like Carmelo Hayes and Kushida and, and Roderick Strong, names that had been places and done things. Then 2.0 happened, and they're like, nah, don't really give a shit. Doesn't matter. So hard hard for me to, to argue why he would want out. Mm-hmm. Ricardo said Roddy popping up or showing up popped me immensely. Well, yeah, you thought it was me. Mm-hmm. Mario says Roddy back with Adam Cole feeling nostalgic. This is what the trios division eventually needs. The elite versus undisputed era. Mm -hmm. Brent Lockman says the end of goddamn heartache though. Chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. JB love says rod a and his shitty little boots too. love Mm -hmm. to see him back. Jake Salazar says done with my Jeff Jarrett love. Sorry, Alex had to, but anyway, Roddy strong. What in the F just a phenomenal surprise, a great signing it's mm-hmm. not a signing just to sign somebody. It's a signing no. because it makes sense. He can have great yes. matches. He fits with multiple people on the roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do – eventually there is going to be that. You've got BCC right now. You've got mm-hmm. Jericho Appreciation Society. You've got Acclaimed and Daddy Ass. you got FTR and and maybe Mark Briscoe and maybe oh. Wardlow. And you like, got the Elite. You've got so many good trios right now. Yeah, you got that. And also, like, uh, there's – I, I mean, just hell, just let me give give me some uh, Adam Cole and Roddy Strong tag matches against so many of these great tag teams. Yeah, Dream Ninja says the irony of WWE being mum on Roddy, which led to a great surprise debut in AEW. Can't wait for Roddy's matches in AEW. Roddy Matthews, please. It is ironic because I mean, when John Moxley signed, WWE tried to get the word out that Renee yep. had signed with AEW. Like they, it was a very petty thing. Mm-hmm. Orion Ben says, long-term sour graps booking. Welcome back, Roddy. This is, mm-hmm. I mean, this is the version yep. of Undisputed Era that you want. It is. Yeah. All due respect it, to Bobby Fish, man's a little no, long. It is. Dispute. It is. Jake Salazar says, plot twist. Uh, McAfee pulling a swerve and joining UE. If they could get Pat McAfee, I bet they would love to do that. They would love to. But mm. also, you know what you can do in the future? Mm. BCC's got four members. Elite mm-hmm. could have four members. Undisputed Air, you could have Fish involved as well. I mm-hmm. mean, there was a time when I was told that Fish was maybe told, chill for a little bit, we'll see. Um, and, and JP says, will Bobby Fish come back for full Undisputed Era? I think it's possible. I don't mm-hmm. think it's out of the realm of possibility. Aaron says, what do you think the odds are that A to B bring back Fish? If I were to say odds, I would say about, I would say it's 50-50 legitimately 50 50 like what if kyle o'reilly has a setback it's a neck yeah. injury it could yeah. a lot can happen that would that would it would be a, tra- a tragedy but it is certainly a possibility with a with a guy who's who's got that kind of neck surgery in simmons is glad to see roderick strong in AEW. hopefully kyle can come back and we can get the superior undisputed elite no disrespect to bobby but i mean folks where's the lie mm. Big L says, love the Roddy swerve. Any word on Kyle's recovery or a fish return? Owen Hart Cup wasn't overly hyped. Respect, well done. Sean, you're going to punch your monitor just like a cat. At least learn a pounce if you're going to go full bingle. I headbutted my monitor off. No, that's, that's but Kyle had his, his fusion, I feel like, late last year. Or at least that's when he mm-hmm. revealed it. Workers work. I'll always say that. Workers work, and they protect stuff like that, and they're getting better at at sort of disguising stuff with injury. And again, it's, it's really tough to say. Mm-hmm. 
Josh Cardenas says, how bad is Bobby Fish going to kiss TK's ass to get back in the good graces of AEW? I mean, I'm sure he's going to put in a call and be like, yeah. you need a guy? And why wouldn't he? Why yeah. wouldn't he do that? Right. Jake says, glad to see Strong is finally all elite. Haven't seen someone fumble the bag as hard as Bobby Fish did, given the elite hmm. UE feud. We can finally get after the elite BCC. Someone may need to check on Fish. Where's the lie? That was like eight or nine months ago. And yeah. I feel like the reason why AEW was not necessarily keen on re-signing him or mm-hmm. making those terms was they knew that, one, Adam Cole was going to be out for a long time. Kyle O'Reilly was going to be out for a long time. And they didn't have Roderick Strong at that point. So what were they going to do with Bobby Fish, Alex? I, I, I don't... I could have joined Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. That's what they could have done with him. Th- yes, honestly, that, that, would, that would fit. He would fit right in there, I think. I'll tell you what fits in absolutely anywhere. Nord. Mm. Nord. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What more can I say that I haven't already said? Well, I'm going to have to say a few things because this is an ad read for NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You know, the way that I get UFC pay-per-views for uh, one-sixth the price the way that I'm able to unlock lots of content, the way that I'm able to keep myself browsing safely and securely when I'm on the road or when I'm at home on all my devices. This bad boy right here, this bad boy right here, all these bad boys around here that you can't even see are all protected with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. A 30-day money-back guarantee. You already get a great deal on it. The amount in savings that I had the first month beat the price that I paid for the subscription itself. And again, works on all your devices with one subscription. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check out their many great tiers and tons of other great features. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We have a bunch more Super Chats about this. Falab says, it's not often the media gets blindsided by a promotion. Great W for AEW keeping all of it on the down low. I mean, talent that I talked to were surprised by it as well, but pleasantly surprised because uh, they like him. Zach Schimmel says, I cannot believe this went under the radar. Geeked out so hard for Roderick Strong. Figured WWE would want to keep him. We are so, so close to a full UE reunion. Hope TK can make it happen. WWE did want to retain him. They wanted to keep him. They valued him. Mr. Showtime well, says, Go As ahead. a coach, you were saying they were offering him something. No, 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 no. I think they wanted to keep him in general, and this was like just a response to, like, uh, can we, can we like get something? Like, well, I know they, I know they, they wanted, they wanted to use him for, for for the the cruiserweight division reboot, and they did. He was cruiserweight champ until they did the little you know um, unification thing with him and Carmelo Hayes, but um, once. Triple H was out of power. The cruiserweight title was nothing again. And um, I don't I don't know, like, if they were like, we want to keep him. I don't know what pitches he was offered, um, you know, but he's absolutely, uh, you know, at the time he stopped working um, in NXT, he was one of the best in-ring guys they had. And he never felt like he could get over that hump and, and move toward anything uh, better than maybe maybe a guy who's near the top of the mid guard. So I, I don't know. I mean, it'll be really interesting to see um, what they do with him and Adam Cole together because I think that they they could have some really really great stuff there. 
Mr. Showtime says, could Roddy be a payback to AEW for Regal? I mean, I doubt it, but that would be, if they could have facilitated something like that, that would have been, that would have been very cool, but it's hard. You can't trade independent contractors like that. Right. But, uh, yeah. We got N. Simmons saying, if you watched NXT, then you know Cole, O'Reilly, Strong were special. They were the backbone and the perfect heel stable. Two words, war games. Well, it's blood and guts here. Yeah. But, I mean, what what do you see as the top matches in that situation? Well, um, I don't know. There's, there's, especially because they're doing, they're doing right by Adam Cole right now to have him come back beloved. We're so happy you're back, Adam. To have him a baby face, UE spent so, almost entirely their 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 time in NXT as heels. It would be very interesting to see how they work as baby faces for a while. Um, but yeah, there's there's uh, certainly um, House of Black immediately stands out. Um, uh, right now, yeah, there's all the kinds of Yas stuff you can do. Um, uh, the the elite, of course. If you were to say, because there was a time right, when, when AEW started and NXT was trying to be the other thing, back when you and I were reviewing two shows on the same night yeah. in one show, when NXT was trying to be the counter-programming to, to AEW, um, where the, the dream feud was the top act in NXT versus the top act in All Elite Wrestling. And now you have an opportunity to do that. If Kyle O'Reilly ever gets back healthy, you have an opportunity to do that. And I think that's that's a thing people would be really excited for. Ryan Lambert says, saw Roddy's Tron, was expecting SRS handing out a DDT. You best believe if I ever wrestle again, I'm just gonna ha- I'm just gonna steal that Titan Tron. Jam Beard says, Sean Ross sat Messiah of the Paywall Packbreaker. We've got uh Christian Hernandez saying, hey, y'all, weekly chat asking, is All Out still playing for Chicago? Yes, it is. Favorite burger options? I just love a good grilled mm. burger with lettuce, tomato, and cheese, and some bacon on it, and, and a sesame seed bun. I don't I do not do that brioche bun bullshit. Oh, they make me well. sick. I, really? I loathe brioche buns. Hmm. Uh, I don't, they don't make me sick. So I, 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 I enjoy an occasional brioche bun. Um, pretzel buns are very big up here in the Midwest. Pretzel buns are, 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 are very good. I like that. I'll go, I'll go with, I'll go with a sesame seed bun. Um, but it's got to have, um, uh, lettuce, tomato, pickles, uh, good, good cheese. None none of this craft single stuff. Bacon. I like yeah. Um, and, I like a good uh, and, slice of cheddar. Yeah, get good, nice thick slice of cheddar. Yep. Pro Wrestling Podcast says needs more need more debuts under the radar like Roddy Strong. Not if I can help it, friend. FightfulSelect.com. BW Rosas says Future Shock is now all elite versus Yas is going to be lit. Shot Kid says along with the elite, the hope is now that Cole, Roddy, and O'Reilly war with House of Black over the trios titles when Roddy gets back. I just don't know when that's going to be. Like for all right. I know, it could be next week. It could be a year mm-hmm. from now. I have no frame of reference for that. The thing of it, thing of it was, when it was obvious that somebody needed to run down and save Adam Cole, who was not Orange Cassidy or Bandito. I was like, 
is Kyle is Kyle back? Sure. Is is Kyle healthy? And they've been keeping that under the radar the whole time. <laughs> because that was what I went to. And when it was when it was Roderick Strong instead, I was I I was flabbergasted. It's a fantastic surprise. Hobbs interrupted QTV, demanded QT to fix what was going on. Mm-hmm. Then we got Jade defeating Taya. And afterwards, mm-hmm. Taya almost hits mm-hmm. uh, Aubrey with the Road to Valhalla. Uh, Matthew Plus says, Taya Valkyrie, welcome to Dark Elevation. Well, I mean, I first off, Dark Elevation is probably going away. That's true. But Taya is, is, a, is a fantastic depth hire for AEW. Mm-hmm. She is a record-setting Impact Knockouts champion. You need people that have been not just places, has been everywhere. She's worked TV for Impact. She's worked TV for WWE. She's worked in Canada. She's worked in Mexico. She's worked in Lucha Underground. You need people like her for depth. What did you think of this match? Because J- Taya is the type of person you want Jade working with, too. I thought the match was was fun. I, I I never liked the stipulation because the stipulation kind of requires you have this weird thing at the end, which was that Taya got um, Jade ready to be put in the road to Valhalla. And then you got Mark Sterling on the outside screaming, you can't do that. You can't do that. And so... Aubrey has to say, listen, you can you do this if you want, but if you do, I'll disqualify you. Um, and then Taya being like, oh, really? This is all new information to me. I guess I'll just stand here and wait for Jade to uh, roll me up. And I just feel like, again, Taya is a person who's been doing this for a long time. I didn't like she, to finish at all, yeah. She knows the stipulation going in, so her... Being like, I'm going to do my finishing move now that is banned. Oh, wait, I can't? Like, that doesn't... I don't know why that. Why, why you have that as a stipulation. Because the stipulation necessitates you have something like that as the finish. And the finish is bad. And I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't want that. I just wanted to see these two women. It would be great if the move wasn't banned. But Taya did it. And Jade kicked out of it. Like that, because that... Taya's in AEW is not protected like Jade's is like, I'm not saying you have to have then after that Jade do hers to Taya and pin her with it. But if, if Taya does the move to Jade and Jade's able to kick out, that's a a major feather under the cap of, of Jade as you continue to build her because you're continuing to protect her. So do, do other things other than the really wonky finish. Reminder, guys, you can check out all of our podcasts here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. We also have Fightful Overbooked. We have a great show three days a week now in the weeds uh, with interviews from top stars in wrestling. Make sure you check that out. Thursday, we've got the Spotlight. We've got the Impact and ROH post show. And then I will be on Day After Dynamite with Will Washington. Jam Beard says, I kind of now want to see Shafir come out and hit, help Britt and Hater." The UE wives having each other's backs. I I mean that's that's the Makes sense. thing that I mentioned. KJ says, I know it's early, but is it fair to be concerned about Jay White's booking after his debut? His first appearance was a backstage promo, then a 50-50 match against Commander. Now a match on Rampage that is not at its usual time. I would wait a couple of months. I would wait to see how things work with collision and how things start to hash out 
by the way of that for a lot of talent. I'm willing to wait and see. But if you're worried, that's that's understandable. Jam Beard says the matches Jade has had when competitive uh, are the matches that Wardlow should have been having. Unbeatable, but not squashes. <clears throat> yeah, that, I just feel like they have went above and beyond to not capitalize on the momentum that Wardlow has at any given time. Why is Wardlow not going for the world championship? Why a year after crushing MJF yeah. is he not saying I dominated this guy? Yeah. Why am I not in the, the discussion here? Jam Beard says, hoping they have the rematch at double or nothing with the move unbanned. And that's where Taya wins. Have no interest in waiting for stat to come back. I don't think that it's going to be somebody that beat Jade or that Jade beat prior to do that. Um, I just I just don't see that as a possibility or or likelihood. Omega and Takeshita defeated Butcher and Blade. Danielson is on commentary. Force of Will says, best moment of the night. Danielson called Excalibur Man in the Mask. That was a great touch. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Omega and Takeshita get the win. Um you, you knew this was going to happen. They weren't going to win this whatsoever. Based on how things went, I feel like the Roderick Strong angle maybe should have closed the show. Yeah. Because we got this match. It was a fine match. It was all right. But this afterwards became a little bit about, was is Takeshita the bell of the ball? Did BCC really want him? Uh, Brian Danielson slipped up a little bit <laughs> on his promo, but he said that he wanted to catch in the BCC because they could make something of him. But if he stayed with the elite, he'd turn into Nakazawa or Brandon Cutler. The BCC attack young bucks, clean house, but Takeshita comes in and tries to prevent, or he does prevent Omega from using the screwdriver. BCC are like, hell yeah, join us. And he hesitates and they beat his ass and attack him with a screwdriver. This seemed very rushed at the end. I like the angle. It just seemed like very, very abrupt and quick. Right. The, um, well, my, my, my DVR cut out recording it, Mm. um, because it went so, because it was rushed, but it was because it was going over. So I had to like fire up the recording of the all access show. And and then actually watch the the end of Dynamite before the beginning of that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what this is. And 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 God bless him. I love Takeshita in the ring. Like that dude. That dude is a absolute world beater. All, Gonna be like, a star for the next 15, 20 years. Like we'll look. We'll look at this guy in again in five, 10 years and be like, this guy's one of the greatest in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, maybe it won't even take that long. Um, but God bless him right now. I don't think he's able to convey the very complex emotions um, required to be like Danielson told me to get into the ring. I don't want anybody stabbed with a screwdriver. Like, I'm on your side, Kenny, but could you please not commit murder live on television? There's some nuance there that just looks like Danielson told me to stop you from stabbing John Moxley. It yeah. just doesn't, it doesn't 
communicate all of the levels there that I think are are supposed to be, and then him being um uh like like I, well do I want to join you or do I want to stay with the, the elite? There's a lot riding on Takeshita being able to communicate all of these very subtle levels of 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 nuance that I don't think necessarily he's able to do while you're counting down the seconds until you have to be off the air. Again, maybe if this is something that they could have, had done earlier in the night, they would have had the time to let the angle breathe and then it wouldn't have felt so rushed. I don't know. I just, I, I love the idea of is Takeshita, what side is he on? We, we assume now he's firmly on, on the side of the elite because they stabbed him in the head with a screwdriver. But I think they're going to try and swerve us again and get him back to BCC eventually anyway. Shot Kid says, anyone else noticed Takeshita had on Ibushi colors? <coughs> I mean, I think that's just a coincidence. But yeah. Jake says, man, what I would give for Punk to be the fifth member of BCC. He did call the elite amateurs first. I, I mean, yes, I would, I would absolutely love that. But I mean kind of puts FTR in a weird position too, but I also wouldn't hate it. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy Rice says, would love to have seen them draw the Takeshita storyline out a bit, given we're still a month from the pay-per-view. thought there was more juice there. Also, I did get your DM, Rye. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like this... Or, you know, Justin Reed says, maybe Takeshita got jumped in tonight. Mm. Maybe you, Takeshita bleeds. Again, Jambeard right. says... Takeshi has bled against BCC. That's uh-huh. the way they accept uh-huh. members. It's true. There you go. That's that's how they do it. They draw blood. Yep. Uh, leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. We would greatly Please. appreciate it. There's over 1,500 of you watching. Only a couple hundred thumbs up. Please leave a thumbs up. Also, uh, check out our interview with MJF. If you haven't checked it out, it is by far our most downloaded, listened interview of all time. It's a good, fun interview. We did get a couple of genuine things out of him about Cody Rhodes, about his grandfather, about the pennies in heaven. Mike 10 at 90K says, Hey, Sean, I almost dropped the meatloaf when I glanced at the TV and saw SRS on Titantron. One day, man, one day. I have zero desire of ever doing anything like that for WWE or AEW or any company like that. Any wrestling that I do in the future will be for, uh, for charity and for fun. And that's if I ever decide to do it again. But uh, Alex, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me. Um, well, this this Friday is wonky because I'm not going to do a, a watch along of Rampage at like 530 Central Time or whenever it is. Um, so uh, I'll just be doing a, a straight up review of SmackDown, trying to get somebody on there with me so we can go over the draft and whether or not. Um, Vince comes out to announce something crazy to get anybody's mind off of the giant story that dropped today. Um, so yeah, so we'll be doing that. Um, I, I don't think it's that giant to him. I don't think he sees it as giant at all. I don't, I don't know if it, I don't think that he, maybe he doesn't, but he's got bosses now at Endeavor and they I don't think, think they see it. it. I, they oh. have, they have a boss at a UFC who slapped his wife. That's true. I don't true. think that I, they... That is I mean, true. they brought Vince back after a story that was bigger. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. We'll, we'll. Yeah, that's true. We'll. We'll. We'll see if, if anything happens to like. It take, should take be out, fo- focus our, away from it. But yeah, yeah, it should um, be. 
Jambeard uh, says, um, Sean versus Der- Jericho, book at TK. Mm. Would you root for me to win that match? Of course. Yeah. There's very few people I wouldn't root for against Chris Jericho. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, join us for Day After Dynamite tomorrow. I will be on the post-Smackdown show. There's a chance I pop up on those more this summer. Uh, Fridays in the summer aren't as much of a priority to me as they are uh, otherwise, but... Uh, a programming note. As of now, we are planning an AEW collision review in the summer. Uh, we're going to have a mixture of some established faces, some new faces. I will likely be on the first show. But what will happen is Rampage will be quickly reviewed on that show as well. It'll be more like a rundown. This is what happened. These are the results. Uh, and the SmackDown post show will go back to 10-10 Eastern. And I know that a lot of you Mm-hmm. are uh, very, very excited about that. Please leave a thumbs up. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We've just got a ton of stuff. Like Monday alone, CM Punk at Raw, Mercedes Monet, contract status. We broke the news of a title belt debuting. We had a ton of backstage news on all the changes on Raw. Just a ton of stuff. Exclusive interviews, podcasts. It's a lot more than people saying, eh, it's, it's wrestling news. It's wrestling podcasts all kinds of stuff we got our magazine archives Mm -hmm. we had people say today oh we wish there were some retro reviews there are there's like four dozen of them we have magazine archives from the fightful magazine we got dozens of those on there as well lots of content jam beard says double j versus jericho alex would root for the ref go aubrey until next time guys we're out Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.